0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: BOTTY 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 <laughs> Wow. BOTTY I just realised, uh, it sounds like he's saying BOTTY. This is Jem saying DOTTY. He's trying to teach his dog Dottie to say Yop. Yop, yop, yop. In honor of the podcast. Dottie. 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 This is why you should always check a mix on headphones before you uh, unleash it on the world. Botty. Jem <laughs> is trying to train his body to say Yop. <laughs> Good morning, Dottie. how are you? Happy Monday to you. Um am just going to start, I think. We had fun on the watch along last week. Uh, this is for Patreons. We watched some uh, terrible things. Uh, and we might do it again. Uh, Gemma has written, though, saying, Yop, Yop, Gemma, uh, this really is of no importance, so uh, only look if you've got five Yop. minutes to waste. Yop. 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 Thanks, bossy. I mean, Dottie. Whatever. Thanks, Gem. Uh, I had to review late-night telly for a student thing, says Gemma, so I saw an episode of this uh, no idea what was going on, but this moment has stayed with me for <coughs> to years. Uh, this is a, uh, a soap opera. It's, um, it's French, you know, and I've lost the name of it because I haven't got the original email in front of me. Wait, let me find it. Wait, 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 let me find it. Right. Let me find it. Chateau Vallon. Chateau Vallon. Wow. I feel like it's almost audio describe the titles. Shall I do that? All right, I'll do that. Okay, a car is pulling up to a, uh, one of those crunchy gravel drives to a big manor house. And a powerful looking lady with big hair is walking through a room filled with people. She's looking avec mefiance at a crowd of people. There's a man putting cash on the table and now a man and a lady who love each other very much are in a very big bed. and And they're still in the bed and... almost as if whoever is editing the sequence was a bit too obsessed with that sequence with them in the bed now someone set fire to a petrol tank and a van is on fire and now Raymond Pelligrain is riding through the forest in a suit and here comes a guy Luc Merenda who looks like face off of the A-Team and a man's running through the forest and I don't know why and now here's Georges Marshall and he looks old and angry and here's a lady with a riding crop and on a long crossfade here's a very old man that's staring off into space i don't know what's wrong with him here comes what looks like uh, like a, a forklift truck Oh, hang on, it's a roll of newspaper. This has to do with newspapers. And Barbara Cupisti seems to have earache because she's clutching her hand, clutching her ear. And someone's setting fire to more money. And now there's a plane taking off. And now here's Denise Savigny, who's wearing a sort of old, dirty old man's raincoat. And now, sadly, a funeral cortege is going by with some flowers. And some police are locking a gate. And Pierre adair has got a very bad smelling coat by the look of it. And there's a very sweaty lady. And now more canoodling somewhere in a barn i think and philippe rouleau has rolled his sleeves up he means business there's a man in a sheepskin jacket there's a man with a gun and a lady there's a man with a bigger gun it's claude olivier rudolph and now here's a couple rowing all the way through a office and she pushed him out of it and ugo paliali is looking very confused and we're back onto the crunchy drive and there's an expensive looking car going down it and we've just faded out let's get on with it i am so in on this show Well, that was a fairly intensive start, wasn't it? Uh, I'm going to just do a short little sort of serious bit and then we can go back to what this podcast is really all about, Uh, namely uh, faintly ambiguous racial stereotypes pretending to be Jeremy Vine. But um, last week, you know, because it was all kind of kicking off and I feel like as a society we're in a dark place right now. I feel like if, if you weren't directly affected by the coronavirus, I feel like these are the darkest days because we're all kind of retreating to our corners and it's all getting, it's all, you know, we all held our breath, didn't we, for the lockdown and now it's all kind of unlocking and it's it's really ugly. It feels like the end of the Christmas truce, you know, we're all scrambling back from no man's land into our little trenches and whew. so last week I, I jumped into some things and on one hand I sort of regret it and on the other hand I don't i think the part i regret is that i think i was qu- fairly uh, criticized for failing to bring uh, much nuance to some of the things i was saying and i don't know that i said everything that i would want to say about some things uh, part of that's the fact that, y- y- you know, it's a podcast and I, but I was a bit re- reductive, I think. And, and inadvertently, uh, very much inadvertently, uh, I, de- I definitely distressed and upset some people and that's not something I ever wish to do. I'm sort of hardwired to please people. So I do regret that. I'm not so much your Katie Hopkins. Anyway, what, what, what I don't regret is... Uh, starting an active exploration of things and being determined to actively learn more, particularly on the complicated issues of trans rights. I I honestly, I think I kind of swerved it for a long time, uh, sort of muttering something about, you know, well, it's, you know, it's not really for a straight white man to w- w- wade in on this, but the truth is I was ducking it. And I think w- w- everyone has a sort of responsibility to kind of interrogate Things and what they think about things and what their values are. So, um, so I started that process, but I think probably pontificating on it uh, without having completely crystallized every detail of what I think about it, nor necessarily having done enough research was perhaps reckless. I still think the sentiments I stand by. Anyway, some of you wrote to me, uh, and I really appreciate it. Um, and I what I appreciate m- most is that while w- we covered some really charged topics. Um, people have been very patient with me. And and in this constantly inflamed world of Twitter and stuff, uh, these debates have become this kind of horrible, heated, adversarial war of one ideology versus another. And I'm really grateful that, you know, so far so good. Touch wood. This hasn't become that. And I think there's, there's room for nuance I think there's room for opinions to be modified or adapted. Um, The only thing that I have a kind of absolutist position on is veganism, because I just don't see any argument against it that has any meaningful traction. With everything else, though, I think, you know, I have a duty to keep interrogating my opinions, testing them against new pieces of information I get, and I should work harder to seek out that information. Um... It's really tricky. That's Brit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well done, white guy. I'm thinking of starting a new occasional feature called The World. Explained to a dumb, white, privileged cis male uh, where I sit slack-jawed opposite someone more qualified than me, patiently taking me through all the obvious things I really should have worked out for myself. Look, fundamentally, I think, I think, I hope the thing we should place the most value on is intent. If someone is coming from a position that doesn't align with yours, it's worth establishing what their intent is first, because if it's good, then there's every chance they're going to see your point of view. Um unless you're some kind of horrible transphobic racist, in which case, let's all go and wee up the cenotaph. Okay, I'm going to take uh, my learning offline vis-a-vis this podcast, yeah, and on we go with the Jeremy Wine and the Clean Shoes and the White suits and Malibu. (laughs) Uh, I hope you're all all right, and um, thanks for bearing with me. Uh, I've had an email from Hedy. That'll be a palate cleanser, I'm sure. Uh, He says, you know, when you go to the library and borrow a book on learning Norwegian and you find out later that it's a rare version of Norwegian that's only spoken in fjords and not in Helsinki, Uh, I never returned the book. So the mistake could not happen again. No, Hedy, I don't. I don't know. P.S. Lionel Blair's 91 years old today. Not sure about Una Stubbs. Uh, She might still be alive dead. Best regards, Hedy. Pretty sure she's alive. Pretty sure. Uh, Hannah says, uh, morning, Jake. Hope all is well with you and yours and the yappadoodles." doodles. Oh gosh, yes, me too. Um, so thanks to you, Mr. Yap, I had a thoroughly unproductive weekend first you traumatized me on friday night with the chef on a boat watch along uh yes this was the uh, watch along for patreons if you would like to join in i'm thinking of doing this as a weekly thing i think it's fun um and people have started suggesting programs not just chateau Vallon, but um, lots of other fun shows so uh, if you want to find out more it's uh, patreon.com slash not today anyway Uh, First, you traumatise me with that. I can't get the images of those evil concoctions out of my head. You didn't like the two-tone Guinness soup made of onions? What? He made a black onion soup. And then a white one, so it was like the creamy head of a glass of... How could you... Anyway. Then, says Hannah, while I was waiting in a long post office queue on Saturday morning, I decided to download and play... 2048 balls or as hannah's written balls 2048 which says a lot to pass the time foolishly i thought i'll just play it till i lose a life but i got to level 110 with no end in sight and i had to try and fit in with the rest of the weekend's activities yes yeah, right i had to try and fit in the rest of the weekend's activities in the 30 second gaps while the adverts between the levels played eventually my family had to stage an intervention remove my phone delete the app and put me to bed early on sunday night Take care and stay alert. Hannah, thanks very much. Yeah, 2048 balls is... Hello, this Jeremy Wine. Do you love statues? Do you like touch, feel, cold, hard metal on skin? Do you like Eiffel Tower? Should we put big horse statue in garage for private love? Call or fax, please. Jeremy wine at bbc.co.ru Do you see Nelson Column and think, Oh my God, so bad. Or do you see and think, Oh, baby, so good, oh, yeah, fax now, please, oh, WhatsApp, do you like gold bullion? Bitcoin Jason Statham DVD c one v one Egra, Cenotaph Canadian Pharmacy Hashtag Be Best Sanitizing Wipes Netflix Password AGP Taylor Gutter God White Shoes Discount Code Electric Guitar Bernie Winters 1000 scrunchies $3 plus ship Amazon Wishlist Expedite ship Conspiracy Phil Collins Mary Boo Fist Steal WhatsApp. That's a wholly acceptable and dignified way to end a podcast. I think. Thanks very much indeed for being here today. Uh, tomorrow we'll <laughs> we'll do something different. <laughs> That's reassuring, isn't it? Uh, someone was asking, was it Joel? I think it was Joel. We'll say, oh, was it Ollie? Uh, Joel. Yes. Why? What? What's the origin story of Gary wine Wine? Uh, why? Why? Why the the Rusky stuff <laughs> for him? Um, it's more Eastern Bloc. Than than Russian actually, but um I worked I mean I, I, I worked at Radio Two years ago. I mean a really long time ago. And uh I used to make uh trails, promos for for programs there. And that's sort of where I learned to edit and, and mix and stuff, so blame them. But um I I went back and I did a little spot freelance and Jeremy Vine had started working there. And just as a coping mechanism I think I I didn't I wasn't really very happy at the time this is probably 2004 2005 uh, I, I went back to doing promos and you can't you can't go back you can't you can't do that. I was sort of doing the job like I was working for someone who was doing the job that I was had been doing so I was a sort of subordinate and there was a, there was a degree of abuse of power there anyway. As a sort of coping mechanism, this sort of Jeremy Vine thing just sort of sprang up. So I'd make my Jeremy Vine trail, and then after work or uh, on my lunch break, I'd 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 do some mad thing, and it was some mad cathartic purge, and some sort of kicking against, like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my? What am I doing? And uh, I would make those, and we would play them in the office and uh, sort of chuckle away. Some of us. Um, I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I'm still doing it. That's the big question, isn't it? Uh, It was sort of amusing in context. Now it's just a weird thing that happens in this podcast from time to time. Anyway, uh, you can still get in touch uh, on anything you like, really. It's not today at swanburst.com. I'd love to do some more That's Lovelies with Brinsley Dear Love if there's time this week. Um, I've got some nice features that I'm really excited about rolling out in the next week or two. Uh, but, um, in the meantime, thanks very much for, for being kind and tolerant and patient. It means the world and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production.